Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, friends, to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. Thank you for joining us today for a real tale of marital misadventure through the ages. I'm Stacy. Alicia, you have a blast from the past with some current updates, yeah? That I do. Hey, you friends, Alicia here with the story I'm never able <laughs> to get enough of. We talked in the last episode, Stacy, yours mm-hmm. about Aaron Spelling and his hit Fantasy Island. There are so many spelling tie-ins within the stories I've covered over three podcasts. But today, I have a Trashy Divorces classic for you and then an update about Tori and Dean. There are some breakups that I root for. We love happy marriages, but, you know, we love marital misadventure. Yep. But, you know, really, there are some uncouplings for all parties involved that I think are best. Some alternate paths that lead to happiness beyond anybody's imagination at the time. Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald, for instance. All the way back in season one, Tori and Dean right now. Right this moment. I recall you rooting for their breakup when we first covered them. I'm uncertain as to why I have the feelings about this one that I do. Before we begin today's Trashy Divorce Classic Update thing, we do have a magic mirror here to give some thanks and praise to a few new trash pandas out there supporting us over at patreon.com slash trashy divorces. We are so grateful for you, all of our magic mirror peeps, Maggie D, Sarah C, Madeline, Anna B, Diane, And our very newest super supporter, Carrie A. Holy cats, y'all are the best. Thank you so much. Friends, what's about to happen? We are going to put in the original episode, all the way back from season six, episode 10. This was June the 7th, 2020, three plus years ago. Just the Tori and Dean part, each of their divorces before they got together. Tori and Dean... We're still holding strong in June of 2020, but this year, this June, things got moving. Stay tuned after that original episode because I have an update of everything that's happening right up to the last 10 minutes before recording. (laughs) Breaking. (laughs) Let's go, go, go. Alicia, you've been in some sort of, I don't know, trash candy trance all week. You've been dancing through the house, celebrating Tori and Dean. Oh, my. (laughs) This week, I'm coming in from a little bit different of an angle, y'all. I can Aunt Irma over this one for days. If you want to go down the Tori and Dean rabbit hole, please check all my receipts on TrashyDivorces.com. Today, I'm covering the trashy divorces of two couples here. The first, Dean McDermott and his first wife, Mary Jo Eustace, and the trashy divorce of Tori Spelling and Charlie 
Shannon. I've not seen his name pronounced consistently, but apparently he's the nicest dude in the world. Oh, well, okay. good for him. Yeah, I would just like to say my only real familiarity with Tori Spelling is from the 90s indie amazing movie House of Yes, based on a play of the same name. And I make donut royalty jokes all the time that no one gets because apparently I'm the only one who ever watched that. So Just like now? Huh. Actually, I did... <laughs> I did watch House of Yes because it has Parker Posey in it, it right? It does, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I did not enjoy that movie at all. It's so good. Didn't enjoy it's it. Stellar. Not important. I'm going to explain Tori and Dean to you like you're five today. Great. because It's I, a great story. Otherwise, I don't really know who she is. Okay. So Tori and Dean both have trashy divorces and their affair in 2005 will turn into a 14-year marriage and piles and piles of trash candy. You got very Southern there for a oh second. Oh my God, just just gob piles of trash candy. So two trashy divorces in this one, and maybe a love story too. Because like whatever you think about Tori and Dean, they are so public. I'm probably not going to cover your favorite thing. I'm doing a 50,000 overview like it's a different angle because y'all, I have questions. Either this is the love story of the century or they're delusional. This is where I went in. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand. But it turns out these two are da, 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 opposing signs. And Dean has a type. And Mary Jo is the same sign as Tori. Opposing signs. What are they? There are six pairs in astrology. This is super quick because there's a whole Patreon episode about it. There is. It's going to come out today. There's six pairs in the traditional Zodiac. And I would like to introduce you today to the Taurus-Scorpio mix. Oh, it is sex and mystery and secrets. And the thing with opposing signs is they'll always seek in each other what the other lacks and vice versa. I'm not getting too much into astrology here. Check it out on Patreon if you want the dish on opposing signs. But literally, to remember them, and especially Taurus and Scorpio, they literally cannot help themselves. Okay. Let's start with our Canadian sweethearts. Okay. Because Dean and Mary Jo are both Canadian. Oh, I was going to say, Tori Spelling's Canadian? Nope. Nope. Dean. Okay. Sweet Mary Josephine Eustace. She's like Judy Collins, a May 1st baby, born in Toronto. Hello, Canadian friends. She is, Mary Jo is raised with four kids in her family. They call themselves the Motley Crew, like family's a big deal. And everybody calls her dad Smokey because he smokes like two packs a day. And he's the beloved father and her mom is great. And like family is a thing. And Mary Jo like does the thing Mary Jo's supposed to do. She goes to college. She studies English. And later she's going to be like, I really like culinary stuff. So she'll graduate with a culinary degree. She's doing it. And by 1993, she has fallen in love with a fellow Canadian boy. Also Toronto born, Dean McDermott. Scorpio, November 16th. Whoa, baby. The attraction and need and push and pull of a Scorpio Taurus mix cannot be denied. Dean grows up. He has some sisters too, but Dean really, really digs Mary Jo's family and this whole unit. And by 1993, these two wedding bells have gotten hitched, but I have a few funny stories here. Before they get married, because they're getting married in the Catholic church, they have to go to this Catholic retreat for like, whatever, you're... So they, they didn't get married in a mall? No, they'd not get married in a mall. <laughs> You're very funny. <laughs> so they're at this Catholic retreat for like 
engaged couples and apparently the two of them steal liquor and take off with a bunch of other attendees and like skinny dip in the monastery lake delightful i'm nodding my head here i mean here's the best nugget that i picked up sorry padre (laughs) oh my god dean and mary joe get married at mary joe's aunt's home which is really great like they have a whatever wedding at the home and the reception is going to happen at the local convent Okay. That just seems very strange. Well, it's apparently beautiful. Okay. Right? It's a beautiful convent and it's open air and spaces and it's going to be great. And I don't know, like Canada's a little looser than the U.S. And I don't know if like Canadian nuns like to smoke the doobage, but apparently the caterers show up with all the food because Dean also is a culinary dude too. He wants to be an actor, but he's trained in culinary. So he hooks up his friends to cater so they bring all the food to the convent that morning and like the nuns are high, I guess, and like scarf it all down. So then everybody leaves the aunt's house to show up at the convent for the reception. This occurs to me that perhaps what happens is Dean's friends did not make much food. Oh, no. Like this is verified. This is oh. I heard them tell the story in 2020. Like okay. this is a like again, a lot of rabbit holes on this one. All right. But apparently they show up. No food and a bunch of happy stoned and full nuns. Like, maybe that was an omen. Okay. But young love. Because Dean's a culinary dude, too. And he's trained in chefery and all that. But, like, acting's his dream. And this is a couple together towards Scorpio, man. Making their dreams happen. And he's getting acting gigs, like, better ones. And she begins appearing on this Life Network super popular show called What's for Dinner? And she's going to be on the air on television or radio pretty continuously. Hmm. Like, she is Canada's cooking sweetheart. Married to an up-and-coming actor. Okay. They are, like, you just want to pinch their little cheeks. Everybody's rooting for them. Dean and Mary Jo have a son in 1998, and everything's awesome. And riding the wave of their Canadian success, they take the path, so other many Canadians do, and head on down. Go to Hollywood. To the City of Angels. The beating heart. Dude, stay in Canada. Like, it's better than L.A. But anyway, (sighs) I'm going to leave Mary Jo and Dean right there. Happy. Dean is writing Mary Jo love letters about how much he loves her and their son. And the two of them are in the process of adopting another child. And wowza. Love is in the air. Taurus, Scorpio, love. Wow, it sounds great. And 12 years, Mary Bliss. They're so happy. Blue skies ahead. Stay happy forever. That's such a good story. Thanks. You're welcome. We can just end the episode. I mean, and that's another, that's a wrap for happy marriages. (laughs) Our sister show. So on the flip side (laughs) of this blue skies ahead, we have another couple to talk about. Tori Spelling and Charlie. Shanna, Hannah, Banna. Hannah, Banana, Shanana, Banana. Nicest Mm -hmm. guy in the world. Nicest guy in the world. I've heard. And Tori, like Tori, another Taurus, y'all. And Tori, as we all know, is the daughter of the legendary hitmaker Aaron Spelling and his wife Candy. She's the oldest of two kids. She has a brother. And for as much as anybody wants me right now to slag on Tori, I'm not going to do it. Almost like Lisa Marie Presley. There is no way for most regular folk to understand what her life was like growing up. Their home is 60,000 square feet. Her mother has a gift wrapping wing in the home. Money's never talked about because money's always there. Right. Mom's a lavish entertainer and dad's a star maker. 
And it doesn't surprise me one bit that Tori is lousy with cash. Because when you don't think about money, because you've always had it, like you've had a limitless supply of funds, how would you ever get to... God bless her. Tori, though, is a working actress. Sure, her daddy gives her a start. Remember Saved by the Bell, yo? Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I She was on 90210. Is that? Yeah. Okay, okay. so she starts on Saved by the Bell. Sure. And then, of did, course, I didn't even know. Okay. Starring as Donna Martin on Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. We all lived it. We were all there. I did not. I was. I did not watch it when I was. So again, Charlie. Age appropriate. Maybe the nicest guy ever. I can't find his birthday. <laughs> Like, he is hidden. Are you sure he's alive? He is alive. Did he he ever exist? He he did. Okay. Tori and Charlie meet. So after House of Yes, after some indie films where she's trying to prove it as an actress. Right. She co-stars on stage. Co-stars in the theater. And Charlie has written the play and is her co-star. And they fall in love. And her friends are like, Charlie brings her craziness down. He calms her down. He's really good for her. He wants the best for her and all that jazz. And he's a good guy. He's like the nicest dude ever. And Tori and Charlie date for like two years. They're going to get married in July 2004 in a ceremony, y'all, that has maybe not been seen since the wedding of Edie Mayer and William Getz. It is a movie set. Aaron Spelling and Candy Spelling spend a million plus dollars on this wedding. All right. There are 350 guests. It is a who's who. It is a fairy tale wedding. Oh, and Tori's pet pug, Mimi LaRue, walks down the aisle, too, for the wedding. That's fine. <laughs> Charlie will sign a prenup, because Aaron and Candy aren't dumb. Mm-hmm. And there might be a little bit of an omen, too, in this wedding, when, as Tori's about to walk down the aisle, her heel gets caught in her dress. There's a little bit of a kerfuffle, but the million-dollar wedding commences, and the happy couple's hitch, and it goes great. Until it doesn't. Hmm. Tori will say, in retrospect, that they just weren't right for each other. She takes the fault. She says, I didn't show him all of me. He's a nice boy, and he wouldn't want to see that. At 28, that's how old Tori is when she's married. He looked like a logical, level-headed choice. I'm 28. This is what I'm supposed to do, I guess, and I should get married, and it's all very responsible. But level-headed does not mean passionate. And it turns out, that Tori is Dean McDermott's poster on the wall. And Dean has been crushing on Tori for a long time. Like even back in the day, his hockey buddies make fun of him because Dean will leave the party to go home and watch 90210 because he's watching it for Donna Martin. Wow. Repetition, poster on the wall. Interesting. Dean is also, by this time, a happily married dude of 12 years writing his little wife notes. And then in 2005, Dean lands a gig. And so does Tori. Little lifetime flick called Mind Over Murder. <laughs> and in July 2005. F- funny the things that'll change your life. Okay. July 2005. The two of them will go on location to Ottawa. <laughs> make a little TV movie. Y'all. Is this separate from Mind Over Murder? No, this is Mind Over oh, Murder. Mind Over Murder. Yeah, it's filmed in Ottawa. Scenic Ottawa. Scenic, scenic Ottawa. Y'all, they lock eyes. It's like a ton of bricks on both sides. Taurus Scorpio opposing signs. Like, they are helpless to do anything about it. Tori will say in her 2009 memoir, Storytelling, it was love at first sight. I fell so hard. Then I noticed he had a wedding ring. When someone asked, he pulled out photos of his children and, oh yeah, I had a husband too. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was fun to flirt, but I knew that nothing would happen. But Dean and I went to a bar after dinner, and then we spent the night at Cartier Place. The following day, when I woke up next to Dean, mm. I had no regrets. <laughs> Something was really wrong in my marriage. Not only because I slept with this guy, though that certainly wasn't a positive <laughs> sign, but because I didn't regret it. You know I'm what? sorry, this is why I love Tori Spelling. That is, yeah. Tauruses, honest, is Scorpios are never honest. Taurus, honest to a fault. And if it's none of your business, they're going to tell you it's none of your business. Otherwise, they're going to tell you the truth. Like, Tori is so, um, and there was an interview, it's not in the story, but she talks, she's like, the tabloids are going to make shit up about me anyway. Why shouldn't I just go ahead and control the narrative of the story? I'd rather tell you the truth from my own mouth than yeah. have the press get it a thousand ways wrong to Sunday. Yeah. I mean, she, I, you know what? Props for I, candid. I don't know if she gets halos, but I liked, I, she's plucky and I like her. Okay. So, mind over murder. Oh, God. That wasn't a positive sign that I slept with someone else, but I didn't regret it, which really gave me a big clue. So Tori and Uh. Dean will ride back together on the flight to L.A. and legit on this vomit bag, write their life goals with each other. Like, I cannot express to you how instant and immediate their love connection is, but they're both fucking married. This is supposed to be a fun weekend gig in Ottawa, but now we're supposed to go home and be with our spouses? Absence makes the heart grow fungus. Okay, so there's some confusion with all parties here. Because Tori and Dean have to be together. First, Tori will tell her husband. She'll tell Charlie. Again, this is from her book, Storytelling. I told him I'd never been in love with him. I loved him and he'd been a friend to me, but I married him because he was a great guy. A guy who took care of me. Charlie didn't want to hear it. He kept saying, where is this coming from? We have a perfect relationship. And then he turned to me. Did you cheat on me? I said, yes. He said, it was with Dean, wasn't it? I said, yes. He said, I should have known. Okay, Dean, for his part, quickly files divorce papers. And Mary Jo is like, what the fuck? And Dean is like, Tori is everything to me. And Mary Jo is like, you have known her for three weeks. We have a decade plus long marriage and a son and a kid on the way. Like, what is wrong with you? These are solid considerations. A lot happens in this time frame. But Dean and Tori cannot keep away from each other. Like, oh my God. And the press is stalking them and reporting everything. And they're stalking their soon-to-be exes to their front page. Like, this was the story of summer 2005 to summer 2006. Like, whoa. If you're looped into tabloid culture, this was your trash candy. So, without the benefit of neither Tori nor Dean being actually divorced yet, Dean will propose to Tori on Christmas Eve 2005. Cool. His divorce comes through from Mary Jo by the end of February 2006. Mary Jo will get shared custody and alimony, and she will continue the process to adopt that other child by herself. Well, that's good anyway. Yeah. She takes her family, they head back to Canada to get out of the limelight. Because even in Canada, when she goes back, people come up to her on the street that she cannot leave the home without people coming up to her on the street, disparaging Dean and giving her money. 
Uh, like she's Canada's sweetheart. And all sympathies in Canada are most certainly with like Yeah. Ma- uh, well, I mean Mary Joe. There's it, <sighs> Look. Bless her heart. Obviously this situation happens. But yeah, I mean, Dean's not the good guy here. Like, I'm happy he found his true love or whatever. But yeah, it's sorry. Like, it's just not. God, poor Mary Jo. As Tori's parents made her sign a prenup, nice guy Charlie's just kind of on the outs. So that divorce Ooh. happens. Yeah, like. Yeah, I okay. mean, makes sense. But That divorce happens April of 2006. And in May, like 11 days later, Henry VIII and Jane Seymour, Dean and Tori eloped to Fiji. Are you kidding? Mm-mm. How long have they known each other at this point? Less than a year, eleven months. It's oh, <laughs> so risky, but yeah, working out, I guess. Oh no, they elope uh, for their island wedding, and it's off to the races. And uh, welcome to our new podcast, Trashy Marriages. <laughs> no, I kid. Like, but we could wrap this story right here. The divorces are done. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't even be me. But no, if I didn't take you through more trash candy bits, I got you, friends. Okay. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island, from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. So X is out, and Tori and Dean are married, and this marriage literally does not sit too well with Aaron and Candy, who two years before spent a million-plus smackaroos for you to marry the love of your life two years ago. And I'm not sure if you noticed, kiddo, but we're really private people. And you've been in the headlines every day. So to put it gently, the family relationship is strained. In June of that year, Aaron Spelling dies without Tori having seen him. And the family, of course, is in grief. There's also a million-dollar fortune that Aaron Spelling has left. Hmm. Tori and her brother both will get $800,000 apiece. Candy says Tori's crap with money. I'm not going to give it to her so she can waste it. Which again, if you grow up with a limitless amount of money, you don't know how to have responsibility about it. Tori's a spender. She's a hoarder. But she's upfront about it. She doesn't hide it. Well, I mean, okay. Okay. So Tori and Dean will start this reality TV empire. They'll boot out five babies. First one starting in 2007. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My eyes are huge right now. Okay. Okay. First kid, 2007. 2008, they have another. They move to another reality show. And, like, seriously, Tori's a Taurus. She lets everything hang out. And I have watched every episode of every one of her reality shows. And I love them because it is, oh, my God. These two have done everything. I've been in this relationship. It is such a weird, she's so raw 
and weird and awesome that you can empathize. I've been that girl with tears this. Oh, God, poor Tori. Okay, it's ups, it's down, it's ups, it's downs, it's tears, and like they let it hang out. But by 2010, these two are renewing their vows. Four years later, after they get married, which is a little early in the schema to do that kind of thing, but it's what you do when you almost break up, I guess. Oh. Because these two are in this opposing sign loop. And I, I'm i afraid, like, it's going to take I don't even know what to bust it up because it only gets trashier from here. They have another kid in 2011. Five months after that baby's born in 2012, Tori's pregnant again. How many kids did he have with... Just the one with his first wife? One with his first wife. And then an adopted Correct. child on its mm-hmm. way. Okay. Okay. So this pregnancy, the fourth pregnancy, is super tough for Tori. Like, she's on bed rest for the last four months. It is less tough for Dean, who is cheating on Tori. Oh. And in December 13, this is like Christmas time, the tabloids all break the story from one of Dean's hookups. And this is where it's gross, because the hookup is like... <laughs> she tells everything Dean said, and it's just ick. But Dean says the thing to her that every married man says, Uh-oh. we don't even ever have sex. Which you've got four kids, dude. Like, Yeah, tough to make that claim credibly. Scores, Torpio, sex is kind of your thing as a couple. Try again. Did I find you just, your story very difficult to believe. Did you just say Scores, Torpio? Because yes, I love that. Like, oh, my God. This, the, ugh. Okay. So... Oh, Dino. Okay, so next, their reality series comes True Tory. Oh my God, True Tory. So many tears. And the two of them go in for counseling, and Dean will go in for intimacy addiction and substance abuse issues. Tory will pay like $70,000 for this treatment, but they get back on track. But seriously, this season, y'all, the best part of this season is where Tori is crying, and, uh, well, okay, she's always crying. She cries the whole fucking season. But Dean is talking with Tori as she's crying, and Dean is like, babe, we can totally change our lifestyle. We can lead a normal life. It's going to be fine. But the very best part about the scene is Dean has a fucking iguana on his shoulder as he is telling Tori that they can live like normal people. (laughs) With some fucking beautiful TV right there. Okay, so by 2014... Mary Jo has written a book on divorce. Hold on, I have the title down here. Called Divorce Sucks. What to do when irreconcilable differences, lawyer's fees, and your ex's Hollywood wife make you miserable. I love her. Mary Jo is such a badass. So she writes this book, and she's still doing her awesome thing. I caught this interview, like two of them from around this time frame. She goes on Kathy Lee and Hoda to talk about the state of things. Because on that season of True Tory, oh my God, Mary Jo and Tory meet. They meet for lunch or whatever. It was the first time they've met. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to meet again. There's a weirder reconciliation story. The Dude, this I guess I'm just story is just batshit. Surprised with the co-parenting and stuff that they hadn't actually met before. Okay. Nope. Haven't met before. And they meet and Mary Jo, just like a badass, pulls out this letter. She's like, you know... I knew I was coming to meet you today. I found this. Dean wrote this to me the week before he met you and hands her this letter where Dean's like, Mary Jo, you're my lot. Like, so Tori, right, apologizes. And that's cool and all, but Mary Jo on Kathleen Hoda is like, uh, yeah, 
I really want Tori to own her 50% of this. Like the apology was nice, but this is the onus on Dean and Tori 50-50 and the repetitive line that gets said because there's a lot of repetitions in the story. But here's one that I don't really think we've talked about very often, but it's a good one. How you get them is how you lose them. Hmm. How you get them is how you lose them. But don't worry. Because there's another baby on the way. No. Yeah. And another valve renewal with Tina, uh, Tina, Tina and Dory. And Dory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dean and Dory. <laughs> this is like 2016. But their spending's out of control. They have a lot of creditors that come knocking after them. Like, this is not trashy money pod. But there is one cool thing, really, that does happen here with Mary Jo. One day she's out shopping, trying to figure out how to afford like 100 bucks for groceries. Because Dean's not paying child support and not paying alimony. Isn't this story awesome? Oh my god! No, this is uh, <laughs> this is everything you promised it would be, and a little bit more. So there's Mary Jo, like shopping to the fucking piggly wiggly. Like, how do I afford my groceries? And up rolls Dean into the shopping plaza in a limo, goes into the golf club store, and comes out with like did he get a some, set of clubs. Did he get some titliest balls? <laughs> Probably got some titliest balls too. <laughs> Mary Jo's like, nah, dude, I'm struggling. You haven't been paying your part and I want my money. So here's what Mary Jo does. She uh, cracks open a book. Her dogs probably listen when she reads stories too. Probably. She's going to become her own lawyer. She researches the whole process. She goes down to the courthouse for 90 bucks, files papers with the court clerk, and proceeds to get her own damn money for alimony and child support with the threat of putting Dean in jail because he's not paying it. She acts as her own lawyer. She's like, it was the best thing I ever did. I took empowerment. Lawyers are 600 bucks an hour. I didn't need to do that. Yeah. I have never felt so empowered. Like, I'm getting chills talking about it. She's yeah. like, that. No, I, Mary Jo, that's badass. Mary Jo is a badass. That is badass. I say this because, oh my God, Dean McDermott has a podcast. Oh no. And it's called Daddy Issues. Oh no. And he hosts his ex-wife, Mary Jo, on it last year. Okay, 2019, into 2019. Wow. And Mary Jo comes on, and she is delightful. And Dean is really trying. Okay, so I have the whole story from this that's going to be on Trashy Tidbits this week. But here's the gist. The best bit out of this whole godforsaken interview is that <laughs> just a few days before, Dean and Tori and Mary Jo... And Dean and Tori's son has turned 21 and he got a bunch of his friends and they all went out to have a dinner. This is pre-quarantine. This is like last fall. Right, right, right. 21st birthday celebration. This is the second time Mary Jo and Tori have seen each other. Dean uh, blocked all of Mary Jo's contacts years ago. So they're now just recently talking. So it's been Mary Jo and Tori communicating about kids and alimony and custody and like money and all that kind of stuff. And they found this like, I wouldn't say they're BFFs. <laughs> I'm surprised. But the two Taurus wives uh-huh. meet again. They love each other. They get drunk. Mary can't, Mary Jo can't get a drink. So Tori's like, who do I have to blow to get my friend oh my Mary God. Jo a drink? They get drunk. They have a marvelous time sitting next to each other and talking trash about Dean. And Tori's like flipping back her hair. Like they're giggly, giggly proceed to Mary Jo will say like, I think our drinks were something happened to them because we were both obliterated the next day. 
Okay. But in this podcast, Daddy Issues, Mary Jo is like, you know, because everybody wants to rile it up. She's like, listen, it's done. I'm living a happier life. She shows a tremendous amount of grace. And Tori, for her part as well, is showing a tremendous amount of grace. And they have worked it out into this odd, comfortable-ish family structure that if Dean has his way, he's going to want to screw it up. Because apparently at the dinner for the kid, Dean was like, yeah, I want to go to dinner with your parents. And the other co-host is like, dude, you... No, that's, and Mary Jo's like, thanks. That's a lot of insight you're showing there. It Trashy tidbits this week. It's amazing. Okay. So Mary Jo, besides representing herself in court and being a general badass, like writes a book, she's on the radio. She's doing all the things. She is a good egg from what I can tell who has made peace with all of that insanity. Yeah, which she, is no small thing when they're... TV cameras following your ex around all the time. Yeah. Like she's been super honest and super apparent. She is single. She was dating at the end of last year, but not remarried. And I think she's going to take her sweet time and stay away from Scorpios. Good tip. Charlie, Tori's ex, has maintained like quiet. It's hard to find a line on him, but I honestly didn't super sleuth too hard. I did half hard but not really like he truly seems like a nice dude charlie will come back up because he will meet with tori on that season of true tori he doesn't get on camera like she drives they have a private meeting and it's her response on the way back she has some angst and guilt like probably is yours to to have in that Mm -hmm. tori and dean dude celebrated their 14th wedding anniversary at least from the first wedding In May of 2020, 14 years. Congratulations to them. I suppose. (laughs) As trash cans go. Zero trash cans to Mary Jo and Charlie. Like, I can't even imagine what the gut punch of that experience was like to be on the, like, it, horrific. Tori and Dean, it doesn't get much more trashy divorces than this. They both get classic five stars across the board. Individually. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, insofar as Filled with repetitions. Filled with repetitions. only thing in that story that actually made any sense is Mary Jo walking into it. Like, I'm just picturing her like busting the doors of the courtroom open. Done like, in her pantsuit. Your honor. I would like a word. <laughs> But that is... Oh, my God. I think that... I need to take a breath. That was a lot. Yeah. Listeners, you're welcome. I know Alicia has been <laughs> so excited about this one. and Oh, gosh. Is that all? I think that's all. I'm still all... breathless. I can Aunt Irma on that story all day. No, you you dug into that like it was delicious cheesecake well, or something. Well, everybody knows the story. I don't. Like, Yeah, but <laughs> our hardcore trash pandas... Right. I am not our target audience, weirdly, <laughs> weirdly enough. <laughs> holy cats that was a good story i had forgotten how much fun that was poster on the wall dean and tori oh titlius balls mm-hmm. iguana moments oh they renewed their vows you could see where it was all gonna go badly i forgot that was the titliest episode <laughs> we got some emails funny emails about that so we did this story in june I'm rooting for the breakup of these. I just think they're happier not with each other. 
and fully understand the attraction of opposing signs, each of these two really, really have a type. So let's catch up. What's been happening since June of 2020 with Tori and Dean? I mean, in this year of breakups, it's been, there's been an undercurrent of Tori and Dean. This year really has delivered. (laughs) So from 2020 to 2023, I'm watching it. I got it on my radar. It doesn't seem like anybody's happy. They're continuing to stay together. They do have five beautiful children. You get sympathy and you get understanding for all parties involved here. But in June of this year, Mm -hmm. we thought it was really happening. There was one day, Instagram message from Dean posting. It is with great sadness and a very, very heavy heart that after 18 years together and five amazing children that at Tori Spelling and I have decided to go our separate ways and start a new journey of our own. We will continue to work together as loving parents and guide and love our children through this difficult time. We ask that you all respect our privacy as we (laughs) take this time to surround our family with love and work our way through this. Sorry about our podcast, Tori and Dean. I'm rooting for you, Tori. I've been rooting for you since the beginning. Okay, so this dropped like on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And all of our Facebook feed, all of our socials, I got emails, everybody's a Twitter over Mm -hmm. this potential breakup. But whoa, back up the bus. Several hours later. Gone. Dean McDermott deletes the whole announcement. Dunzo. And another source. Ah, they're back together and happy. That's right. They're not divorcing. Uh, his Instagram bio still featured the label married to the love of my life at Tory Spelling. Sure. This is June. I was hacked. So what's happening? Are they getting divorced? Are they not? Are they separated? We're all breathless for news. And things were kept pretty quiet. There were some rumors. That was June. Over the summer, Tori's not had it easy. She had mold in her house. She had to move out of her house. They rent... And live in an RV. She and all of her kids. No Dean. No Dean. Yeah, Dean was living elsewhere. Dean's living elsewhere. She's making the best of what she's got. So this RV thing, she's treating like a mini vacation, not a living situation. Recently, Tori moved into a San Fernando home. 3,300 square foot number, four bedroom, three bath. It was fully furnished. Nice house. 18K a month. It had a game room, flat screen TVs. Boxes are going in. Tori is out of motels, out of the RV. She's found a place to house her family, get everybody safe and happy. But still no Dean. No Dean. Dean is living with a bunch of roommates and hold on, we're we're not there yet. So Tori just moving into this house. You ready for what happens? I don't even know if you know about this. She evacuates that rental after a neighbor with an AR-15 barricaded himself in a home with a reported hostage. Whoa. So the SWAT team comes. Tori's outside with all of her neighbors like, what is going on? She can't get a break. She's not going to leave her family in that kind of vulnerable situation. Wouldn't either. No, I didn't know about that part. So as soon as boxes go in, boxes go out. Okay. (sighs) Dean now has a bunch of new roommates, including his new girlfriend, Mm. Lily Callow. Every time I hear that last name, Callow, I can't but help think about my cousin Vinny. Callow. Gallo. I can't. I don't know why. Lily, 
for her part, is a senior account executive at Conscious Community Global. She's 32. Happy birthday, Dean. He's 56. Insiders say about them that certainly nothing happened at all between them until it was clear that the reconciliation between Dean and Tori was not going to happen. I believe that. Everybody's got money troubles. So Dean is photographed visiting the L.A. welfare office with Lily earlier this month. He drops her off at the airport. There's some public display of affection. A little PDA with Dean and Lily. Best believe when I walk in the room, I'm still bejeweled. I can make the whole place shimmer. So what does Tori do? Hmm. Tori Hmm. has a type. And it turns out that nothing is going to make your soon-to-be, hopefully, ex-husband as mad as dating his doppelganger. Oh, my God. (laughs) This I didn't realize. I knew she'd been photographed with a new beau or something, but... Who looks just like Oh, my God. Well... She doesn't mind. She's she's not upset about this at all. Tori, for her part, after this whole Dean-Lily welfare smooching at the airport Tori's like "Mm, yeah I'm still pretty bejeweled she's been seen out and about just this past like week two weeks with this guy named Ryan Kramer he's an advertising CEO and Tori and Ryan Dean look alike not just out and about but they've had a little PDA too these two meet through work says an insider to us weekly Tori met Ryan through work several months ago, and she thought he was very charming and handsome. Well, I mean, if you Mm -hmm. have a type. The source continues, Tori is really excited about the new relationship, and it doesn't bother her that people say he looks a lot like Dean. (laughs) Hey, types are types. Another source tells us that spelling was quote unquote over the estranged couple's drama. Tori is focusing on herself and her personal well-being with the kids. She wants to close the chapter with Dean. I've never heard sweeter words from (laughs) Us Weekly. Now there's a lot of public attention, right? So I guess that's one way to make sure your ex-husband notices that you're a little over him is to appear with his doppelganger. Okay, but Dean, this is literally as of today, just a few minutes ago. Another insider reveals that Dean is not on board with Tori's new romance. Quote, unquote, he thinks Tori's doing this for attention, with the insider saying they're on fairly icy terms right now, but trying to remain cordial. Oh, I'm not sure we've heard icy terms as a descriptor yet. Icy terms, I know, right? New stuff popping up for the trashy divorces lexicon. Another insider says Tori's having a blast, quote, unquote, with Ryan Kramer. Ryan makes her feel energized and happier than she's been in a long time. Things got so toxic with Dean, she was walking around in a fog. Well, I would like to tell you, Tori's fog has lifted because just this week she was seen out and about at Victoria's Secret and Soma Intimates buying Mm. some new lingerie, getting herself bejeweled. Congrats, Ryan. Congrats, Tori. There's no reason (laughs) to walk around in a fog. True. And bless her heart, she has tried. She has financially supported that family. She is always hustling. Tori Spelling, she may be like, crap, having money. We talked about that in the beginning story, but Tori provides for the kids. She's been 
pulling that weight for a long time. Breadwinner, always yeah. hustling. That girl, this story is just the story that keeps on giving. So once again, from here at Trashy Divorces headquarters, I am really rooting for the happiness of both of them. But especially Tori. Especially Tori. Like, I'm not down on Dean. Whatever, Dean, go live your life. You've ruined hers long oh enough. My God. I'm sorry, not ruined. Like, it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. You've been together 20 years. You've built a family. You have all of that. But if the relationship isn't serving you and you're walking around in a fog and you feel like you've done everything you could do, which I think probably for both of them, they're like, this is exhausting. Right. We've done we've done it all. Just get your trash cans, collect <laughs> them and move on to happiness. You don't even know the people that you're going to be yet without each other. Go explore and manifest it. Hmm. That's a nice thought. You don't even know the people you're going to be yet, but you can't be those people until you're done being this person. Right. Ah, trashy divorces. I love it. Is that our update? Is that the follow on? I think that's the update. I'm always on this story. If further breaking news happens, I'm going to let you know. So not yet officially divorcing, but pretty clearly it's over. Is Is that the state of play? Well, if you're buying lingerie for your new boyfriend and... Is she going to make him wear it? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) And you're both making out with people. I mean, this could be the petty revenge stage. I don't know. But I don't see that they possibly are going to reunite after this. Yeah, Icy is uh, not a great foundation for putting things back together. No, we knew it was coming with the valve renewal. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the kiss of death. Kiss of death. Yeah. We talk about this a lot. Just. Among ourselves, like, oh, did you hear so-and-so got a vow renewal? And then, like, you know, a year later, they're totally done so. Don't do it. Just take a nice vacation together. Go to Paris. If you can't get along together in Paris, spend the money elsewhere. Sure. Go to Paris. Fall in love again. Yeah. Don't worry about your vow renewal. Bless. All right. That's Trashy Divorces for the day. The Trashy Divorces classic re-airing. The we really, really hope it's going to happen. Listeners, you do not know how much Alicia is energized by any and all Tory Spelling <laughs> breakup news. It is fascinating to me to watch this. I'll open up page six to see if there's anything I should know about. And I'll be like, Alicia, Tori, blah, blah, blah. I can't even explain why I'm low key, high key, fascinated you're, by all of it. Yeah, you're seriously a, a Tory spelling partisan. It's interesting to me. I feel about this trashy divorce a lot like I do about Scott and Zelda. Like you could have, just go, just go, go do a thing that is independent of each other. Like sometimes it turns toxic. And no doubt Tori and Dean had a spectacular love affair. But sometimes a love affair runs its course. You learn what you need to do. Go find all of the happiness you wish you want for anywhere else but with that person. Yeah. And splitting up can become so, so complicated when there are children. Like, I think a person's sense of, I don't know, what what a family is, right? Like, you don't want to assault that. But it, it is the case in many instances that it's just better for the parents to be separate and happy than together and miserable. So. Well, and I think the love for the kids they share is yeah. what kept them mm-hmm. together. But uh, yep. relationships are complicated. Yep. They are messy. We are here to report 
on it all at Trashy Divorces. Thanks, friends, for tuning in today to that little update. I'm going to be back on Wednesday with another trashy tale from the past. I'm super excited about this one, but as this news was breaking, I wanted to slide it in under the radar. All right. Well, thank you for that. Always exciting when we can follow up on people we've covered in the past. So thank you for tuning in to listen to this old and new again episode. We are thrilled to have you. And should you need more of us between now and Wednesday, you can reach out to us at trashydivorces at gmail.com. You can follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. You can check out our other podcasts. Done and done. We're in the Von Bilo affair. Uh-oh. And Trashy Royals, we concluded the epic trashy divorce of Ducky and Ernie, <laughs> Princess Victoria Melita, and Ernst of Hesse and by Rhine. Good stories all around. As always, we appreciate you, your support, tuning in, being awesome. Go have the most incredible week until we meet again, friends. Keep your hands clean. Keep those hearts trashy. Keep sending me all the juicy Tory Spelling <laughs> gossip. I love it. Big love, y'all. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there. And thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.